0: Welcome to the Feelings Fitness Podcast. Let's flashback to 2023 when we took a 52-week road trip together to discuss home, health, happiness, and habits. We created a road trip to work towards feeling fit, mind, body, and spirit. Now we'll revisit those 52-weeks, in just 52 days. There are many more adventures in store for 2024, but let's look back on how far we've come and set ourselves up for more success. Welcome to Mindful March at home, of course. So we are going to kick things off this month with a discussion about mindful media usage. So you might be thinking to yourself, wouldn't this fit in better when we discuss health? Well, my response to that is we will be revisiting this topic in Q2 as well. For now, we are going to talk about how we can set ourselves up at home to have a healthy relationship with media usage. I recently sat through a mandatory meeting at my kids' school that was all about the various types of media outlets available and how they're impacting our kids. While none of it was new information to me, I suppose it never hurts to get reminders about what is out there and the potential risks, especially when it comes to young, impressionable minds. My honest opinion is it's all somewhat unavoidable, so training the kids about how to be safe, and best of all, how to set time limits, perhaps is the best bet for beating this beast of media usage. I also think it's always wise to be aware of who your kids are hanging out with, not only online, but in real life as well. Truly a solid friend base, friends who support each other is so, so important. Setting up the home safely is a key strategy as well. This goes not only for the kids, but adults too. So let's get into some mindful media suggestions on the home front. For starters, make sure that the online space is as safe as possible. About a year ago, I set up Bark. And I'll be honest, not everything got connected and I probably wasn't getting my money's worth with it. But this week, I plan to get it working the way it is supposed to. I want to make sure that inappropriate content is getting blocked. And I also want to know if inappropriate conversations are happening as well. The goal is to avoid violating the privacy of my kids, but at the same time, knowing what is happening in their online world. There are several options for this type of tool used to protect the kids' content and conversations online. I just chose Bark because that's what our school uses. You can choose whichever option seems the most suited for your needs. Moving on to talking about time. So use the available tools to track the amount of time that the kids and perhaps adults are spending online. In our family, we use iPhones and iPads, and there's a wonderful screen time Limit that can be set. Parents can use it by setting a passcode so that the kids can't get in there and change it. My kids are always trying to sneak a peek at what that passcode is, but it is a wonderful option to set those um, screen time limits. I like to set the time limit low, and then the kids have to ask for more time. They get really super annoyed, and sometimes it even backfires and it really annoys me too. But I'll often give them more time more times than not. I do, you know, open it back up so that they can use it. But this really just kind of gives them this requirement of having to get off of the screen for a little bit and then I'll unlock it and then they can get back on. Just an opportunity to move around and do something unscreen related. Another firewall for time limits can be through the Wi-Fi service provider. Each device in our house is visibly connected to the Wi-Fi and all I need to do is really click a button and then Wi-Fi access from that particular device is turned off. It can be so exhausting to to argue about extending screen time at the end of the day so especially while the kids are young you can have them believe that the wi-fi time has just run out overall and it's just off and won't turn back on until the morning as the kids get older that doesn't fly they know how these things work even better than we do oftentimes but it is a nice option because you really do have that control at your fingertip to just shut off their access to the wi-fi and it is wild and crazy how many different devices they'll have, especially if it's like a gaming device and an iPad and iPhone and all the things. There's lots to turn off. But anyway, at least it is somewhat of control over using them. So this kind of just puts a governor on that screen time, and it's always a good idea. Shifting gears a little bit, let's be thoughtful of some of the frustrations that pop up when we actually need to be using our screens or electronics, because it's not all about minimizing usage. Using electronics, it's not all bad. First up on my list of frustrations is the darn printer. I don't know what it is, but that thing gives me a hard time so often with that kind of Wireless option. And right now, I really need to tend to it to make sure that all the devices that need to be connected to it actually are connected and functioning. Because when the kids spring a project on me that requires printing, nothing is more aggravating than when that thing won't work. So here's my pro tip on this. Just get it all connected so that you aren't pulling out your hair when a project pops up especially one for the kids, but we all have our own projects as well, work-related and whatnot, and the printer just should unfortunately still be a piece of the equation. So we talked about setting up the Wi-Fi so we can easily shut it off when we want to limit the usage, But sometimes it's the opposite of that. The connection signal is weak and like Zoom calls, et cetera, are lagging, making it exhausting to communicate effectively and to to do your job or for the kids to do whatever my daughter does, an online drawing class, whatnot. So a while back, I did purchase a solution for this problem and I have yet to get it all set up. It literally is just this little device that you plug in and apparently it's super simple to just get it all connected. But I have a tendency to overcomplicate things in my mind to the point where I never even use this tool that could actually make my life a whole lot easier. So on my list of to do's getting this little kind of like a extended router, I guess. And so it makes everything function a little bit faster from different locations in the house. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so there are many, many ways to be mindful about media usage. It is all in an effort to set ourselves up for success. Sometimes it's about using less of it, and sometimes it's about making sure it all works efficiently when we need it. So for this week, let's get all devices working properly, creating safety measures around usage for the kiddos, and let's also begin to train our brain to be mindful when we use these electronics. I hope you're enjoying 52 Weeks and 52 Days, a compact version of the transformational road trip we took through 2023. We're revisiting those 52 episodes and it's a review of home, health, happiness, and the habits that guide the way to feeling fit, mind, body, and spirit. It's also a food for thought for how you want to feel.